0: J.R.
1: 88 FM. If you will it, it is no dream, were the famous words of Theodor Herzl. Continue the legacy of the founders and leaders of Israel by leaving a bequest or an endowment fund for the people of Israel through the United Israel Appeal. For more information, contact UIA on 9272 5533. Listen to the Israel Connection on JA Community Radio in Melbourne, Australia, every Wednesday from 4 till 5 pm, repeated Fridays from 1 to 2 pm. My name is David Schulberg, and for the past seven years I have been bringing you a probing weekly radio program that provides analysis and insight with important interviews and discussion about Israel. Welcome and a big hello to J Air listeners in Melbourne. We are live from London every Sunday morning with the London Beat. Warren Wills presenting for you the London Beat. Chats and arts all coming to you live from London. London Beat. I'm Lily Steiner
2: and I would love you to become a member of J Air. Love that you're listening, but join up and encourage your friends to join too. It's only $54 a year and it helps us keep the station on the air. You can join on our website wwwj You
3: are listening to Jair, 88FM.
0: And you are tuned into the Havell radio station everyone
1: loves. J 88
3: FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and online at j air.com.au.
1: Greetings, dear listeners. <clears throat> Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of The London Beat. <clears throat> I am Warren Wools, your presenter. We are in Melbourne today covering events from London and, of course, the Edinburgh Festival. You are listening to 88FM J Air, The London Beat. A huge call out to JB Jordan Brown doing the heavy lifting from Italy. I understand it is a cosmopolitan lifestyle for some as the uh, summer sizzle seems to be uh, slowly uh, fading and subsiding over there, which is a damn good thing, I imagine. The Edinburgh Festival has drawn to a close. It has been a fantastic festival, apparently, um, for those who are regular uh, veterans of the festival, well done, and for quite a few newcomers. One of the uh, things that certainly amuses me is that they always run, whether it's the BBC, The Guardian and other sources, Evening Standard, The 10 Best Jokes of the Edinburgh Festival. And I must say, I think uh, it's been a pretty um, comparatively weak year uh, for the funniest 10 gags in reverse order. Here we go. My grandma describes herself as being in her twilight years, which I love because they're great films. Nine. Nationwide must have looked pretty silly when they opened their first branch. That's quite funny. Eight. I entered the How Not to Surrender competition and I won hands down. Seven. My friend got locked in a coffee place overnight. Now he only ever goes into Starbucks, not the rivals. He's costophobic. Mm. Um, Six. How do Celiac Germans greet each other? Gluten tag. That's quite funny. Five. I thought I'd start off with a joke. I thought I'd start off with a joke about the Titanic just to break the ice. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Four. When women gossip, we call it bitchy. But when men do it, it's called podcast. That's quite good. Three. Last year I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. Very good. Number two. The most British thing I've ever heard. A lady who said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. Very good. Number one, I'm not sure about it. I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheater. Draw your own conclusions, ladies and gentlemen, on all of that. A huge call out. And you know what? Within the family... Uh, a huge call-out to uh, the younger version of me. Uh, congratulations, who's um, really doing her bit uh, with a major publishing deal to do all the Bluey books. Bluey and Peppa Pig and Dougie. That's a huge call-out to Dana. Huge call-out to JF John Founder, who's doing the heavy lifting with regard to human rights over there, with regard to Belarus and the Ukraine. A huge call-out for women. I've got to tell you something. I know people are going on about the fact that Spain, who had a fantastic victory in the what was a brilliant uh, Women's World Cup football final um, held in Australia and New Zealand, uh, fantastic attendances and all the rest of it, was somewhat upstaged by the rumpus and furore surrounding that kiss. Now, I actually think it's a good thing. First of all, because it put women at centre stage. Absolutely centre stage with regards to football itself, which was riveting, it was fantastic, it was well attended, and really in what has been a very grim year for women and the abuse, violation and erosion of women's rights across the world, from Iran to Afghanistan to the US, etc., it was fantastic to see women centre stage, hogging the spotlight, if you like, in the nicest possible way, doing fantastic things, motivating young people, both boys and girls. It was fantastic. Then we had this whole thing about Spain winning. They went back, and, of course, the president of the Spanish Football Federation, Rubiales, I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, an appalling act of misogyny, appalling act of uh, just dismissive contempt for women, like there's some kind of chattels, which seems to be... a. Um, Uh, 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 you know, a held view across the world in so many places, but uh, grabbed one of the players uh, and did a um, mouth-to-mouth kiss for a sustained period of time before passing her dismissively on her bum and sending her on awake, so to speak. Well, I actually think it's a good thing, and I'll tell you why. First of all, we had the most fantastic thing about public awareness and attention and focus that was all centred on the event itself that was fantastic for Australia, for England, for all the countries that play and African countries, countries that just don't get uh, the oxygen you know, of press and newsworthiness when it comes to sporting events, particularly women. Then... The spotlight was put on the whole lack of equality, respect, dignity, decency, finance, etc., toward women that has now been highlighted by this appalling incident. And the incident, I think... The fact that so many people are concentrated on him, that the guy's going to get sacked, that women will get equal rights, uh, certainly the Spanish football team, that there has been so much attention drawn to it can only be a good thing to remedy this kind of appalling misogyny and this appalling contemptuous... Treating her like she's a pet. You know, I mean, this familiarity I mean, just outrageous. But I think, ultimately, we certainly hope that some good will come of it. Yes... Um, St Kilda. How can I tell you about St Kilda, my beloved St Kilda? I was one of the uh, die-hard tragics who was there at the Palais watching the St Kilda Grand Final of 1966, and I'm thrilled that St Kilda have indeed made it to the uh, final, and will be playing GWS, the Greater Western Sydney, in their opening uh, final... When I say their opening final, it'll probably be their only uh, final game. Uh, we'll probably uh, somehow ignominiously you know, get... Uh, Kicked in the rear and out we go. St Kilda Town Hall on the 10th. Yours truly with the Young World Choir doing a big event there uh, to support our peace and multi-faith and all the rest of it. So St Kilda Town Hall, 3 o'clock, Sunday the 10th of September. Be there. Come along. Please do. Uh, Very excited about our relationship with Tongji, which is the Shanghai University alumni, uh, with regard to Night of Broken Glass, which is coming up in November. The reason I am excited, they have discovered the most fantastic story about a man who is being referred to as the Chinese Schindler. And we are always looking for life-affirming stories that have come out of the appalling incidents that were triggered by Kristallnacht, November 9, and 10, 1938 in Germany, against German Jewry. And uh, what is really interesting about this particular story is that we have one about India. We have one, of course, uh, our listeners know very, very well about William Cooper, an indigenous, indigenous elder Australian who, at the age of 78, Together with the Aboriginal Advancement League, I made the walk from Footscray to the gates of the German embassy in Melbourne to present a petition demanding the immediate cessation of hostilities and persecution of the Jews in Germany. And the petition, of course, was one of the final acts of Angela Merkel's tenure as Chancellor when she um, acknowledged and recognised the petition, thus significantly, although belatedly, uh, bringing together a historic weight, if you like, to the relationship between the uh, Aboriginal community here. In Australia and German Jewry. Well, that is something that we have been pushing and pushing hard. But the idea of a Chinese Schindler, I think, is very important for a number of reasons. First of all, because it's true and we want to push and promote that story. And secondly, because Australia-China relations politically are so much in the dumps at the moment um, and it's very difficult to achieve an awful lot. Uh, with regard to the political nature of that relationship, but we can do an awful lot culturally. And certainly our relationship here with Chinese in Australia uh, and, uh, of course, in Hong Kong. Bless Hong Kong. So sad what's happening there. Uh, it's great. So look out for the story of the Chinese Schindler. In fact, if you Google Chinese Schindler, he saved about 30,000 lives by um, forging visas to get a lot of the uh, Jews across to Shanghai. And there's still a synagogue there. It's quite a story. Do check it out. Uh, Thrilled to say that the US Open tennis is on, uh, and it's uh, great to see the young guns coming through. Uh, we wish I'm very excited about Carlos um, not Alcatraz, Alcaraz, who, uh, what a sensational uh, find he is. What a great prospect. Uh, changing of the guard, Djokovic is certainly hanging on uh, to the, the reins of the old guard was thrilled to go and see Dracula, the uh, new Dracula film. I remember when I was a kid, it was very popular, the whole idea of Christopher Lee and Peter Cushy and all the rest of it. Uh, not so much today. Uh, Napoleon. Looking forward to Napoleon coming out. Uh, the new Ridley Scott film with a waking Phoenix at the uh, helm. Looking forward to that. We've got Judy Fisher again on the shows today. Uh, four Divas I went to saw, which was fantastic. A huge call out to Vered Harel and Tamara. Alan Kogosovsky went to see his recital, which was also Stonington Town Hall. Fantastic work. Great for him. Certainly a lot going on. And Spurs, dear beloved Spurs, can you believe that Angie Postacog So far, as it turns out, is doing quite a remarkable job. Can you believe we beat Manchester United? I find that difficult to believe. Imran Khan, I must do a a call out for Imran Khan. You would think, oh gosh how good the judiciary the Supreme Court actually suspended and overturned his sentence. So he was actually going to be free, having been sentenced to three years in prison. Uh, but unfortunately not, because there was a new charge that's kept him in place safe for another two weeks, but apparently there is another 180, if you can believe it, 180 charges... Against this guy. All I can tell you is growing up with him, what an amazing cricketer, what a charismatic character, a fabulous all-rounder, one of the best ever in history, like along with Jacques Carlos and Gary Sobers. Um, what a proud man, what a handsome man. There was so much story, uh, you know, when he married Jem- Jemima Goldsmith and she converted to Islam. Went back to serve his country, wanted to exploit and promote, uh, expose the whole uh, business with corruption, and look where it got him. Look, indeed, where it got him. Anyway, we have a fabulous um, uh, show for you today. The Notting Hill Carnival, uh, again, has come and gone. A huge call-out, and a thank you to all of our listeners. We are going to pause for some music, sit back, relax, enjoy. It's Sunday morning here in Melbourne. Spring is almost, um, <laughs> spring is almost upon us. This is, of course, this week's edition of The London Beat. And a huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of the London Beach 88 FM, coming to you trans-hemispherically. Warren Wolves producing. And yes, for those who uh, haven't noticed, um, yes, quite a lot has gone on, particularly with women this week. Have you noticed Iranian women getting a rather raw cop again? Have you noticed they tried to sneak an abortion thing through Ohio and it failed? Have you noticed um, there's a lot of anti-women kind of stuff? But listen, to set the agenda right, we have four fabulously talented women and they're going to share with us their particular story they are in fact the four divas and that is made up of tamara vasilevitsky pianist extraordinaire olga vakuasevich who is an extraordinary violinist rada tuchania vocalist classical extraordinaire and a great friend of the show and personal friend miss verid harrell from israel chanter songbird ladies welcome to the show hello Hello, 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 indeed. Now, listen, we're very excited. In what has been a pretty damn awful week for women across the world in so many ways, it's great to have four feisty, sprightly women strutting their stuff. And I also mentioned this, during a year that we've seen three such trailblazing women as Tina Turner, Raquel Welsh and Glenda Jackson leave us, it is great to have you four performing. So, first of all, Varian, I know you so So, Varian, tell us a little bit about the four divas and what we can expect
2: wow so i'm first of all uh, feeling very privileged to to be among these divas um and to be part of them actually um you know as uh, as you know we all coming from different cultures from different countries actually and and we all had uh um, difficulties and challenges and we come to one stage and we're going to bring you extraordinary things, I mean, from classic to, to a Latin, a Hebrew, um, a, a, a song in crying. It's beautiful, it's just, um, I'm very excited.
1: Well, we're certainly looking forward to it. Tamara, tell us a little bit, bit about the program from your viewpoint as pianist.
2: Uh, they're a combination of different genres, uh, different songs, different brilliant instrumental music, uh, different um, languages, uh, a combination of divas. <laughs> um, so that will be a lot of uh, songs, in many different languages, including Ukrainian, Spanish, Hebrew, uh, English, Italian, and brilliant pieces and the beautiful arrangements with Olga for piano and violin.
1: Sounds fantastic.
2: Also, also do it.
1: Sounds fantastic. Olga, now you're the violinist. Tell us a little bit about your own journey uh, as a, a prodigious and prolific and wonderful player. <laughs> yes, uh, thank
2: you. As a violinist, you have to start early. So I started five and fight um, yeah, and joined straight away. So I had a career. I graduated from Moscow State Conservatorium and played recitals all so the time. And I'm really glad. So we have a. Um, we already played with Tamara, the new concerts and the performed with Radha, just three E's Divas, and with very the three Divas again, but never four. So this is our challenge, and it's a very interesting project. I'm really looking forward to I appreciate the differences between styles and singing style, and also uh, our pieces. Um so as a violinist, um I think this is interesting
1: experience for me. Well, listen, we are here at the London Beat, we certainly champion uh, the role and the right of women to get up and strut their stuff. We were privileged enough to have um, the Muslim Vani Vabiola from Indonesia come over from Sumatra with her viewers as a religious Orthodox Muslim woman was encouraged in Indonesia, which was a surprise for me, um, to be able to perform and sing. So the fact we have such a global quartet of ladies and the, um, the four ladies, the four divas, will Will be performing on august 26th it is a saturday it is stonington community uniting church 50 bucks a ticket go and check these ladies out 57 to 59 burke road malvern east it's at seven thirty at night do not miss it ladies have a fantastic first of many many successful shows we hope to come
2: Thank you very much, Roden. Thank to you, see you,
1: again. Oh, you will indeed, ladies and gents. we got to pause for some music. You are, of course, listening to this week's edition of the London Beat. <laughs> And a warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of the London Beat. And I'm thrilled to say that coming live from Israel, we have the amazing cantor Khazam and Broadway actor Mr. Dudu Fisher. Welcome to the London Beat, Dudu. Hello, Melbourne.
3: How are you
1: doing? <laughs> we're well. We're in a we're in a big chill over here, while well, I believe uh, the Middle East and Europe's in a summer sizzle. But uh, you'll get the big oh, chill. That's <laughs>
3: That's right. We are boiling here. I mean, we are really boiling here. And uh, I'm looking forward to, be able to get a little bit of uh, cold wind and air.
1: Well, we're certainly excited about your forthcoming trip and hope you're going to be warming up the uh, Melbourne audiences. So tell us, the trip to Australia, is it just Melbourne? Tell us a little bit about this trip to Australia you've got coming. Well, this time I'm coming, uh, first of all, I'm
3: coming to Turek uh, Shul to uh, conduct the services there for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Sure. And uh, my, my 7 years old son is going to join me and sing with
1: me in, on Rosh Hashanah. Okay. <laughs> then he has to go back for Yom Kippur, he has to go back to Israel.
3: Um, and then we're having one, uh, I understand that we have one concert, in, uh, like a klezmer music concert uh, in the synagogue between the holidays. Right. And, and I think that I'm going to be uh, also a part of a service on Friday night just before Yom Kippur uh, with Dobby Farkash in, uh, how do you call this area there where, where the synagogue is there?
1: Around Surah, yeah. St. 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 Kilda. St. St. Kilda, yeah, City yeah. of Melbourne, absolutely. Absolutely. That's
3: right. So I'm really looking forward. I was there last year and I had a great time. The people are wonderful. I love the people in Australia. And uh, actually, actually, I'm celebrating this year, my 50th anniversary on the stage, you know, ah. of the synagogue and the stages of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. I, sta-
3: I started my career in Winnipeg, Canada. Right. freezing cold on Rosh Hashanah in 1973. And this year, 23, this is my 50th year. I'm going to celebrate it with, with you guys in Melbourne, Australia and I'm really honoured to be there in such a great, great synagogue.
1: Well, yeah, it certainly has a lot of history, and we certainly look forward to welcoming you here. Now, tell me, Dudu, when you're not singing stuff that is of a religious nature, and I understand you've obviously got a a Broadway and West End pedigree, what kind of material are you drawn to? What does Dudu Fisher feel most comfortable singing?
3: Well, musicals. Musicals I do Fiddler on the Roof, or as Jean Valjean in Les Miserables, um, I love to do this, uh, these uh, roles and um, I'm singing uh, actually in my concerts which I hopefully I'm going to come to Australia also with my tour right? because I'm doing a world tour of my 50th anniversary and um, I'm singing everything really from uh, love story uh, to uh, musicals to Phantom of the Opera to many 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 other uh, 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 styles of songs and and um, of course, cantorial uh, songs. And um, I really, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm shifting now a little bit towards uh, the movie, the movie world. Right. I did uh, <coughs> a
1: series with uh, with uh, Netflix. I just uh, did the series, uh, the series of uh, Diamonds, which is called Diamonds, and I'm playing there. Right. And uh,
3: I, actually, I'm, I'm. Tomorrow, I have a meeting to do another movie. In Israel here, so it's really I'm 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 really really in a great stage in my life, and I love what's happening with my career right now. Even though I'm 72 years old, I'm going to be 72 years, and I'm very very pleased with what's going on with me. The voice is there, and uh, the energy is there, and uh, I love to do what I do, and um, I'm looking forward.
1: Well, dude, I must say it is great to have a seasoned performer. in still in their prime, singing as you do and in a year where we've seen so many greats from Tony Bennett to Harry Belafonte to of course Topol uh, Burt Bacharach Levis, it's great to have someone in that tradition who can still uphold the flag if you like um, and carry on the music theatre tradition uh, we wish you every success Judy, with your forthcoming tour we look forward to uh, to seeing you here and of course um, it's, it's not just as you say, it's not just about a performance but also to bring in the uh, the Jewish New Year at Turek Synagogue. More grist to your mail and, you. and a fantastic remainder of the year. You've been listening to Judy Fisher in conversation with Warren Wills for the London Beat. Thank you, thank you, thank
3: you and a Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs>
1: And a warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat. And I'm thrilled to say that all the way over from the uh, searingly hot weather over there in Israel, and I guess searingly hot in more ways than one, uh, welcome to the show, fantastic uh, international Israeli jazz guitarist, Mr. Elon Turgeman. Elon, welcome to Melbourne.
4: Thank you, Warren. I'm very, very excited to be here in Melbourne. This
1: is the first time. Ah, and, uh, first time. Well, welcome. We're thrilled to have you here. And for those who don't know much about you, just a very quick background. For someone growing up in Israel with the army and with Matty Kaspi, Shlomo Atsi, what got you into jazz guitar? Why are you playing jazz guitar? Uh,
4: well, I started, you know, playing the guitar at the age of 12. And, uh, you know, like uh, any younger guitar player, I was interested in uh, rock, you know, I grew up with
0: uh, Jimi Hendrix, right. and, Zeppelin. and uh, very quick,
4: uh, I, I started to interest, uh, you know, interesting in jazz, because uh, there were, at the time, that was around uh, 76, I was 16 years old. And uh, there was a great guitar player named Dave Cliff from England. Right. There at the time. And I saw him and I was, wow, this is what really totally <laughs> new for me, you know? All the bebop style and sure. everything, all the harmonies. <laughs> different. Uh, so this has catch my ears. And, uh, and since then, you know, that's. Uh,
1: Life has never been the same again, huh? Never, never. It's interesting because yeah. we we There's live no in a t- we live in a time now where we have incredible virtuosity now from from rock guitarists who play mind bending stuff, and at the same time we have so many people who love listening to Joe Pass, Charlie Christian, John McLaughlin, yeah. and so on. So, what kind of stuff can Melbourne audiences expect from the music you're playing and writing?
4: Well, I'm, you know, uh, uh, yeah, of course, I, you know, I. Um I grew up with uh, all, all the, the guitar players that you mentioned. You know, Joe Pass, uh, John McLaughlin, uh,
1: uh, West Montgomery. Of course, is one of my favorites. Absolutely, and
4: uh, and uh, all the newer generation. You know, they are not now. They're so they're more like the old, old, old guys, but uh, John, you know, John Scofield absolutely, yeah. And uh, you know, now at this time, I I feel like I'm combining all together, you know, with uh, of course me that, with my um, roots. Uh, I, I grew up in a Moroccan uh, house. You know, my father was
1: uh, okay.
4: Uh, yeah, so you know, I, everything comes out. Yeah,
1: all the influences are there, and now you compose material as well. Excuse me. You, you, you compose your own stuff as well.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, I compose my own, my own music.
1: So tell me, have you, have you actually brought your own bands over here, or you're picking up local musicians? here again I'm sorry have you brought your own band over from Israel or have you picked up local musicians here
4: yeah yeah I, I, uh, I picked up local musicians from Melbourne um, very uh, very beautiful uh, amazing players uh, Darren freeigi on drums right and Mike Pensini uh, on piano yep and uh, uh, Jordan Taranto, uh on bass right. and uh, Carl Mackey is going to join us uh, actually on my last uh, show here it's going to be uh, next week if I can say it's on Tuesday
1: yeah I know you've got one on Tuesday which is coming up very soon now you've already done a show here how, how did you enjoy the show in Melbourne and the Melbourne audiences
4: yeah Melbourne is beautiful and uh, you know very nice people, um, very nice um, atmosphere. I, I like the city. Very, cool, very cool city.
1: Now, now tell me something as well. For people who might not be able to get there this Tuesday, but they want to hear your uh, music, uh, is there a website they should go to, are there any albums of yours they should you can you can uh, promote and let us know yeah, what we should be. Looking. I, have, I have my I have
4: my own website. I have. Um, you know, all, all my music um, up to now, uh, I have like five albums released. Right. Uh, the, the last one was uh, released um, two, um, uh, what is it, like two years ago, yeah, right. during the COVID time. And uh, w- the one before that I made with a great uh, uh, New York drummer, uh, Adam Nussbaum. Right. If you heard of him, and yeah,
1: it's all uh, in Spotify and uh, you know all the media. Okay, So if there is if there's one track people who are listening should go onto YouTube and listen. If you, ha- I know it's a terrible thing to have to do, but if you said right, I can I can define my work in one track that goes for eight minutes on YouTube. What would you refer the audience to listen to?
4: Well, there's a bunch of stuff on the on the um,
1: on the website.
4: Uh, YouTube. Yep. but um, I I th- I think the stuff I made with uh, you know Adam Newsbaum is very interesting, and I I, I like this um, this album very much.
1: Okay. And, and t- uh, it's called "Climb Up." Climb, climb up, up. Okay. Yeah. And tell me finally, Elon. I know. You, I'm not sure how much longer you're staying in Melbourne. I'm not sure if you're touring Australia, but tell me a little bit. For the, what does the rest of the year now that we're in this post-COVID environment, and we can all happily travel again? What does the rest of the yeah. year or the next twelve months hold in store for Elon Turgeman?
4: Well, the, the the next twelve months, um, I'm I'm planning to record uh, another uh, another album. Uh huh. Hopefully, uh,
1: hopefully in Europe this time, and uh, I have a nice band in Europe there that uh, I really uh, want to record with them. Sure. And
4: uh, hopefully that's gonna happen uh, uh, during the you know next six months. Okay. We're trying to arrange it, and. Uh, and you know i'm playing uh, in, playing in israel a lot also uh, in clubs uh, and uh, festivals right and and touring in europe um
1: listen it's not a bad life if you can be an israeli jazz guitarist and happily entertain the masses and make a living we say more grist to your mill. so for our listeners please do go and check out online Elon Torgeman, or if you can make it on Tuesday, do you want to just say a little bit about the venue, what, where you're playing on Tuesday, what time? Yeah, it's the place called the uh, Jazz Lab. The Jazz Lab, yep. Yeah.
4: The Jazz Lab. Uh, I think
1: it's in Brunswick or somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So the, you know, I think all the jazz fans uh, know know this club.
1: Absolutely absolutely
4: uh, yeah i'll be happy to see anybody just come by and say hello (laughs) okay Listen. Day after, I'm going to go to, back to Israel, so uh, that's
1: the last That's the last it. Chance. You can take off your woolly jumper and go back to the T-shirt. That's it. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Listen, <laughs> it's been a great pleasure having you not just in the show, but fantastic that you're here playing to audiences in Australia. Have a fabulous final gig. Have a safe trip back. And as I say, may the next six to 12 months, now that we're in this post-COVID environment, um, may bless you with good health and uh fine inspirational music you've been listening to elon Turgeman in conversation with warren wills thank you so much for being on the show elon
4: thank you so much warren it's a pleasure
1: okay Thanks, we're gonna, we're gonna pause for some music yeah. you are of course listening to this week's edition of the london beat dear listeners, all good things must come to pass and come to an end in this week's edition of The London Beat, of course, is no exception. I've been Warren Wills, you've been in the audience, JB Jordan Brown has been the producer, and we've had so many guests to thank. Judy Fisher, of course, is coming over here um, to play the role of canter at, Hazan at uh, there for the Jewish High Holiday season at the Turak as well as doing some concerts, and you heard from our fabulous uh, jazz guitar virtuoso. Uh, Tuesday, they're over at the Jazz Lab, uh, Israeli Elon. Go and check him out. And of course, you've heard from the um, the four divas themselves, um, all super talented and super wonderful ladies. And again, I would uh, strongly urge you to go and check out that fabulous quartet, which of course features a good friend of the show Vered Harel, virtuoso pianist Tamara Vas- Vasilevitsky, uh, Olga Vakyosevich, and Rada. To now, as I'm sending this uh, broadcast out, you're receiving this Sunday morning 9 o'clock, but let me tell you, I'm doing this, it's the hangover, it's sad. Uh, England, yes, the old enemy, they may have uh, not regained the ashes and lost the netball, but they certainly kicked out um, the Matildas, the Tillys went down 3-1 last night. But you know what? A very honourable loss. They did so well and punched way above their waist, exceeded expectations, and that's great. But more than that, they served as an inspiration to women, here in Australia, particularly young women. And young boys wearing women's shirts. And, of course, why not? Why not indeed? Uh, And, listen, full credit to England. What the men couldn't achieve and haven't since 1966, when they won the World Cup at Wembley, um, the English Lionesses may well be able to... Football's coming home. They may well be able to bring it home... um, We will find out in a few hours as they play Spain in the final. As this goes out, I can't tell you um, with regard to who came third between Sweden uh, and Australia. Um, But to me, it really doesn't matter. It's been such a triumphant success in so many ways, as I say, on what has been an appalling year for women. Looking, at, looking also, and not just what's uh, been going on in places like Iran, which is just inexcusable, and in Afghanistan, but trying to sneak changes through the constitution, like in places like Ohio, so they could um, make it even harder to um, to change the constitution with regard to women's rights. Um, why is the onus on the women? Perhaps men should be neutered um, when there's a pregnancy, it's an unwanted pregnancy. Um, why, you know, why do women have to cover their faces? I mean, it just, I think it beggars logic. Anyway, uh, what can I tell you? Um, sending out lots of positive thoughts to Imran Khan. I think that's such a sad story. It's not going to uh, attract an awful lot of traction because there are so many supposedly bigger stories, one of which is 2 million, that's right, 2 million square kilometres of waters in the Antarctic region, have not re-iced during their Antarctic winter. Uh, that's bad. That's bad. I know people talk about, eh, it's no climate change, all the rest of it. I'm not going to get into that. Let's just stick to what we know, what we don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to say, oh, all the fires happening in Greece and the earthquake in Turkey and what's been happening in Hawaii. Whatever you think, whatever you think, I don't know, let's just just focus on what is actually happening. Two million square kilometres of waters haven't re-iced in the Antarctic Winger in winter. And as one um, scientist remarks, it is deep winter in Antarctica, the time of year that the continent is shrouded in darkness and surrounded by millions of square miles of frozen ocean. But this year there is a lot less sea ice than ever recorded before, and that is bad news for people around the world, because sea ice helps control how quickly the rest of Antarctica's ice melts, which contributes to global sea level rise. Do the maths when it comes to flooding. And uh, you don't have to be a, a orthopaedic surgeon, a brain surgeon, uh, or even a rocket scientist to work that one out for yourself. It is a turbulent time for the planet, but as I say, I thank all the guests who have been on the show. Um it has been a huge week. The Edinburgh Festival is up and running. Yours truly doing his best um, to be sending some broadcasts to you over from London in the coming weeks. That remains to be seen, as a butcher once remarked. But listen, yeah, everyone have a fantastic week. Whatever it is that you're doing, stay well, stay safe. Uh, and this is Warren Wills here in Melbourne, Australia for 88 FM J Air, the London beat, wishing you a fantastic week. Much love. So for now, you've been listening, of course, to the London Beat. (laughs)
0: No matter what you need to say This act of It a role And don't are In I'm not going this. <laughs> I am a berim She ve
3: Femme. J-Air is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community. Jair.com.au. aircomau
2: Yom Tov. Send a UIA e-card and help provide a food package to Holocaust survivors and elderly olim living in Amigor sheltered housing in Israel. Help them live a life of dignity and visit uiaustralia.org.au.au Forward slash E dash cards to send your card today. Hi, this is Mark Kopolov with a reminder that you can support J Air by joining as a member at J